スロットドーンシュHappy Friday, Shiro Show Happy Live. We, I, I watched that thing that, that Pat shared with me, the Beatles, now and then, and I was kind of floored by that. Like, I mean, I, I imagine like they used AI or something like that, to put, or just some really、they、heavy、did. video editing to put all that together. But yeah, it, it was pretty cool. You want to talk yeah, about that, Pat? What I was saying was that like, they used AI for, to include、um, John Lennon's voice. Yeah, right. So, so the, the story of that basically is、um, basically back in, was it 94, 95, they released this, this compilation called Anthology,、mm-hmm. which they actually,、uh, Yoko Ono gave uh, uh, Paul McCartney and George Harrison three John Lennon demos、uh, Free as a Bird, Real Love, and Now and Then, with the other side being uh, uh, Grow Old with Me, which they released years later. But yeah,、mm-hmm. they released Real Love, and,、uh, Real Love and Free as a Bird on the Anthology Collection, doing, basically doing what they did now, like trying to clear up John's voice.、Mm-hmm. But the thing is, you actually hear the piano in the thing. Like they couldn't remove his voice from the track. So basically, they had him come in with the piano and his voice.、Mm-hmm. So that's sort of the tricks they did back then to get it working. And when they, went to,、uh, when they went to Now and Then, it just was too. The demo was too bad.、Uh, the, the, the tape hiss was so bad. There was a mains hum on it, so they had a vroom the entire song because of like, the power line.、Mm-hmm. So they shelved that. But years later,、uh, they used the technology that we did. We actually beat them to the punch using the technology to remove our、What's、voices、that? from audio. Wait, did Shadow <laughs> so,、yeah. Mask do that? Did he? Yeah, Shadow, Ma- Shadow Mask did that. Okay, but he used, like a, he used an AI service, right? For that, for yeah, that so, thing? Yeah, I mean, we're, I mean, we're better than the Beatles, guys.、We、That's crazy. What can we say? But, but yeah,、uh, the thing is, is that,、uh, so they, they used that. It's, it's funny. So, do you know who Mel Evans is? No. No. He basically was a, a Beatles road, a road manager that、uh, he passed away sadly、oh. uh, in the 70s. And they came up with the software and they named it after him called Mal. It's that technology、oh. that removes it. So it's funny because、like, Mal was pretty integral in the Beatles. Like, he was like, the, he was like the, the hidden Beatle, like the fifth Beatle. Okay. Pretty much, like helping、okay. them out and stuff, being a roadie. It's really cool. He was like, on a bunch of recordings. Like, he's one of the guys that does, does the piano thing at the end of Day in Life, the Dawn. Right, right.、That's, Him in that, so they、mm-hmm. named it after him. So they're talking about Mal, and it's like, oh, that's sweet. But essentially, they got the AI voice that Peter Jackson used for、uh, Get Back and then the Beatles Revolver、uh, right. remaster.、Mm-hmm. And they removed the voice and the, the piano. And I think they removed the piano entirely from the song and just had his voice. And they did the piano and all the tracks. And the、uh, the cool thing about,、uh, about, the, about the track is because they started work on it during the anthology recording. So, they actually have George Harrison's voice and his guitar work. So, they managed,、cool. they managed to add that to the song. So, all four Beatles are on this album.、Wow. So, are you happy with how the song turned out? Yeah, I'm really、I、happy.、Uh, yeah. I listened to the demo years and years ago and over the years, and it's a cool demo. It's, like I said, it was really bad quality back in the day. Yeah, but it was. Sadly, it, was like, it wasn't that great. I wonder what the day, they could do. It.、Hmm? I mean, I don't know how I feel about. This being used like liberally on a bunch of old tracks, but I kind of part of me does wonder what AI could do for some of those old Nirvana,、uh, you know, recordings, just those those really rough ones, you know. 
that'd be mm. really cool. They'd have to they have yeah. to find a way to clear up the guitar sound though. But right. I think it'd be really cool to get some cool like remastered demos from uh, Kurt Cobain. Right. Exactly. Uh, oh yeah, Silkwind. Yeah, it was actually George Harrison's acoustic that's in there. I don't think his uh, Paul redid his guitar solo, but it is his acoustic guitar that's in there and his voice. Well. Hello to everybody who's in the chat with us in in the YouTube yes. chat live watching us. We got 21 people according to my I don't know if YouTube mobile is giving me the right numbers, but it says 21 people. So t there should be 21 thumbs up, right? If everybody thumbs it up right now. Uh, shouts to <laughs> Pepetsu who was here first and Dragons of Saturn. Paul Board, Brian Trussie got off work just in time to see the Shiro show. So that's cool. Of course, nice. Pudgy Bunny is in the background doing production for Dan <laughs> yeah. and cooking dinner. <laughs> Uh, David she Zaney, yeah, shouts to David Zaney. Saffron rice are yeah. filling the air, and it's just oh, it's wonderful. killing me. I it's can't wait. Here. Paul Bort and <laughs> oh, yeah, Neil Henderson, shouts, guys. Thanks for watching Slowcoin, of course. Um, and who else we got? Offy Matrix, um, Captain Hawden. Dan is with us here. Uh, anybody Damn else I'm missing? Sure oh, Scotty Moe and Cerulean just showed up, and Knight is with us too in the in the chat in both chats. Oh, so, I had a new nickname for Dan. Uh, Dan O'Lan... Oh, what? What's your new thing? Steely Dan Thrax. Oh, Steely Dan Thrax. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Oh, my God. That's... Why not? You ever listen to Anthrax? Yeah. Yeah, so take... I take Anthrax. And cross Steely Dan with Anthrax. That's what... That would be interesting. That'd be quite <laughs> the fusion. Anthrax, I like it. Steely Dan Thrax. Caught in the mosh in Asia. Startup sound. How's it going? Thanks for joining us. So yeah, we, we've got some news to talk about today. Thanks to Pat and, mm -hmm. and uh, Dan getting up there. And there's several things that and I want to talk about. And Peter. Yeah, that's true. There's some things that are not on the docket that I'd still like to talk to talk about if we have more time. Um, yeah. But uh, before we get right into it, Pat, what have you been doing this week? Real quick. Um, I actually got a couple of vinyl updates. Okay. I, nice. I got two records actually. Uh, I'm jealous. I, I got the. I'll, I'll show the two the two ones I got and one I. Pat also made me like this definitive cut of Gaucho. Uh, that, yeah. That's really really cool. So yeah, that was. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, the, that Gaucho thing. I just wasn't a fan of like the cut. Like I don't like the original Gaucho. It's just very. It feels like it's missing something. Mm -hmm. So I added, I added the like updated like high quality versions of the cut track. So like the bear, um, uh, right. the second arrangement that they just mm -hmm. found like a year ago. Right. Um, and stuff like that, and and compiled that and sort of made a definitive like definitive edition like with bonus tracks and stuff it's really cool so uh, i like the flow another huh I, I like the flow i like the continuity you know it it, it feels right feels good yeah, I, tr I tried my best to to, to 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 make it arrange it the way that i think it sounds best mm -hmm. and then i added uh i added a, th a th uh was it were you blind that day which is essentially third world man so mm -hmm. it still ends on third world man uh third world man again so it's sort of okay. more fitting there's cool. some ebb and flow there is that like that the cassette that you have? You you had the cassette where they kind of like had to rearrange the track listing in order to fit it on the cassette. Actually, I don't think they did that for Gaucho. They had to do that for 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 Asia though. Weirdly. Oh, enough. okay, okay. That was just Asia. That was really okay. weird. They had to do that for Asia. But I guess I guess uh, I guess the that album's so so small or so short that they didn't need to really arrange it that much. Mm -hmm. But it's really good. Cool. Show us what but, you got. But yeah, so I got two records uh, from a very famous city pop artist named. Uh, Tatsuya uh, Yamashita. Oh, nice. Nice. Tatsuya Yamashita. 
or Tatsuya Yamashita, yeah, uh, right Looks on time, cool. which is one of my favorite albums of all time. Mm -hmm. And for you, two of the biggest city pop albums of all time. So, very mm -hmm. cool pickups. Uh, this is like nice. the 2023 remaster of it. So, very good, great sounding. I listened to them both uh, the other night. So, great so they're new anyone. pressings then. They're not just like old vinyl right. you picked up. Yeah, it took forever to ship them. I ordered them back in January, uh, but the, they they messed up with Jeez. the pre-orders. So essentially they had to, uh, like they messed up with the pre-order and the shipping, so I had to wait a while, but I finally mm -hmm. got them both in like yes, like on Monday. So mm -hmm. very happy. Cool. And I also got a very, another album that I got in that's very special to me. What's that? I'll give, yeah. I'll give David a hint of what that is. Uh, oh, it's I... uh, the place where I'm going to go where all my dime dancing is through. Right. That's the one I'm jealous about. I mean, this is cool too. <laughs> That's the one I was saying I was jealous about. I love that. I love the Japanese albums, books, albums, CDs. They all have the the uh, obi all the cool stuff in or, it. Yeah, the little slip cover. You know, mm. um, it's yeah. it's an obi, right? It's just the obi yeah, sleeve. Obi. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't That's matter. Really cool. Like it doesn't matter what physical media it is. It seems like they all have it. That's like. It's just a thing. I just wish we, yeah, it's just one of those little extra things that they do of the and many, so this, many this extra things. Because uh, basically, they were going to do it in order. So I got a surprise, surprise, uh, Steely Dan's Asia. Yeah, I don't, York, uh, know, I don't even want to know. I don't even want to know how much that set you back. Uh, 150. <laughs> oh, that's Goodness. actually not as much as I thought it would be. Yeah. That's yeah. Just, still really a couple bucks, though. That's still, that's still, yeah, like that could it's, be a Saturn yeah. game right there. Yeah. It's a really cool album. Uh, they basically they were doing it in order for a little bit. So they did like a the countdown. Uh, they did a can't buy a thrill countdown to mm -hmm. ecstasy, and then they did pretzel logic. And they're like, uh, we need Asia. So they skipped directly to Asia, mm -hmm. which I'm kind of happy about because it's one of my favorite albums. Oh yeah, of it's all phenomenal. Time. They're gonna go. Yeah, one of the greatest albums. Uh, really high quality. The sleeve feels really nice. It's a it's a double. It's like a, a gatefold. Right. Very high quality oh, jacket. Nice. Yeah. From, uh, and it has like these, these cool little bonus extras in it, like these, like how they made it, and then of yeah. course the vinyl itself. Sure. The uh, it's very cl it's clear vinyl. It's really great sounding. Yeah. It's really hard to see, but it's clear vinyl. Uh, great quality album. I was listening to it. It uh, uh, Deacon Blues blows me away. I cannot believe how good that album sounds. Yeah. It is. That's that song. Well, I mean, you know, album. like they, it's Steely Dan. You aren't they kind of like the benchmark for like head fi uh you know kind of like yeah audio audiophile peep folks <laughs> yeah because the because they always over engineered all of their albums like donald fagan was just like ridiculously anal about that stuff hmm. you know it, it sounds really good and i see a lot of people in the comments saying oh it's funny because the steely dan's like a dollar record mm -hmm. uh, what you don't understand though is that this record is the best version of of asia like like people have confirmed it, it is like the best version of it. I mean, the thing is that there's not really a bad Asia pressing, mm -hmm. but like if if you want, it's like the best one. So if I wanted like the best of all of them, I want like mm -hmm. the a collection of them, like the highest quality I could possibly get, and yeah. that's sort of what I get. And that's what you're paying for. You're paying for like the, you're paying for it on 45 RPM. You're paying for it for the extra vinyl, the production, all the analog work. It's hmm. all uh. It's all you know. You pay for what you get. There's and no you're end. To, the best of this. There's no end to what people will throw their money at. I mean, look, a copy of Magic Knight Ray Earth Japanese is not that expensive, right? But then, uh, if you want a U.S. long box, forget it, right? I mean, yeah. it's yeah. So 
But I, but I yeah. hear you. I, 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 I hear you. Yeah, I'm sure that that one sounds a lot better than whatever you're gonna get in, you know, for a dollar yeah. in a record store. Yeah, but, um, but still though, if if I mean, if you find like a, a near mint quality record of any Steely Dan, like age any album, mm-hmm. it's gonna sound fantastic. I don't think there's a bad pressing of Steely Dan. So we're like if the we're like alternate or alternatively a Steely Dan podcast. I think we've become <laughs> kind of like a Steely Dan show. Yeah. No, so but, did you have any pickups this week, Dave? No pickups. I think I no. talked about whatever okay. pick. Yeah, I talked about whatever pickups I had uh, at PRGE. My son picked up a trumpet from band, and so it sounds oh, like there's a dying nice. elephant in the other room. <laughs> well, <laughs> so that's, hopefully get better eventually. But good instrument to that's choose. That's been my life. Yeah, no, good instrument. I know I play some trumpet too, so it's fun. Oh, okay. Um, we'll see. Nice. You know, he it's it's a challenge, but I think he's gonna I think he's gonna have fun with it. It could be the next Miles Davis. Yeah, no. Other than that, I've been working on uh, I've been working on the the magazine, just kind of plugging away on that, design wise. Nice. Um, and uh, there's an interview. We have an archive interview that's going to be hitting tomorrow, Saturday. Uh, yeah. That'll be fun for folks. I think a lot of people won't have heard it. Either that or that when they did hear it, the quality sounded so terrible. I kind of helped remix it and stuff like that, and I think it came out okay, considering yeah. there's a little bit of audio distortion, but for the most part, it came out okay. And I think folks are good. funny. I just got a message out of the blue. Hey, do you have the do you have the the tracks for this one? And I'm like, what? And it's like, yeah, I need the tracks for this interview that's coming out. And it's like, okay. It's, it's actually like, crazy how much Pat has. Like, I'm actually, I'm I'm very, I'm in awe of how much you held on to. So I'm really glad because we might actually have to go back and remaster some of our old podcasts. You know, for <laughs> modern listening. <laughs> I'm missing episode one and two, unfortunately, of yeah. the podcast. Those ones came out okay though. I think I think those ones came out okay enough. I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe Kay had it. Maybe he was the one. I don't remember who recorded yeah, those but ones. We, but, but we have. I have all the ones that I edited personally. All those are yeah. archived. So I think was it Megaverse through what was it? I forgot. But all those podcasts I edited, like I think Megaverse through the Pinball Cast is the mm-hmm. ones I edited, and I have all the audio uh, raw from those ones. Yeah. I told Joe, so um, Pat and I have an interview coming up, I think next week, really good one, one that uh, we were, we talked to him at PRGE and we were like down for this. So uh, I don't want to say who it is. I don't spoil it, but it's going to be a real fun one. Angry um, video game nerd. Oh shit. Sorry about that. Guys. No, 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 no. <laughs> Actually, I don't, I don't want to call it an interview because it is going to be editor's corner. So it really be more like a powwow chat, whatever, but we might ask him some questions. It's not going to be like a formal interview. Um, and then, uh, I want to get Joe, a uh, Sega RPG fan, on the cast again so that we can do like a part two of the Saturn Online stuff since so much has happened since the VoIP, you know? Like last, it was like our fourth or fifth episode, we was getting your Saturn Online, right? And it was talking about VoIP adapters and stuff like that, which is all obsolete now, right? Like we're not recommending anybody get a VoIP adapter <laughs> if they're going to get their Saturn Online. So I think it's time that we've that we get him on the calendar and we have him come back for for a redux sounds good uh yeah, shadow shadow wants to take a look at our audio for yeah so i'd be more than happy to shoot some of our old casts if we want to like re-release them i'd be down to get it over to shadow mask and see if he can make them sound better you know yeah, the cool thing, though, is that we're able to, because of the AI technology, we pretty much can take any music out of any podcast. So if it's ever, like, a legal issue, we can always AI it out of it. Like, 
like mm. like maybe get the, the plan that's unlimited for a month and just like rip all of them like in one sitting yeah that's and not a bad idea so it's a possibility like we can we can still remove that like like beetles i mean we beat the beetles so i mean <laughs> i mean at that point what can we do but no joking aside though we, we are able to do that we can get all that sorted out and i think we can get uh we can get that fix we want, but we have pretty much all the raws for our, our episodes. Like maybe awesome. one or two missing here, but everything mm -hmm. that I edited personally, I have all the all raw audio for. Nice. So we should be good on that. Um, so Dan, any pickups this week? Yeah. Uh, no Saturn related pickups. However, I do have uh, for the second week in a row, a, my dress up darling related pickup. Uh, I got the latest volume of the, the manga in English volume 10 just came out uh just this uh, past week i think um halloween it came out and amazon did a same day delivery which was awesome mm -hmm. uh so yeah very happy about that i've already blown through like more than half of this thing yeah so i've just been so busy the last couple of days it's the only reason i haven't finished the rest of it so uh, it's really good japanese no, it's the English release. Um, okay. Yeah, they're, they're putting out in English every few months. They get another volume. They're behind by a couple volumes, which isn't bad, I suppose. But uh, viewers may remember last week I was showing off of my Dress Up Darling figure. So that's why I say this is my second week in a row. And uh, hopefully next week I'll have my third My Dress Up Darling related pickup because the uh, Blu-ray is coming out um, in a few days. So hopefully the Crunchyroll store ships that out fairly quickly you know so to, look forward to it. it's in my recommendations i forgot i added it yeah i should probably watch that to the uninitiated yeah, anime. to the uninitiated what is uh, mm. my dress up darling uh, this is okay. this is a new thing to is me it like my little pony it is not like my little pony so um it is a uh, it started as a manga and then they did an anime of the first several volumes last year okay um and they're doing a season two eventually um but it's about a couple of high school students. One of them is like this loner boy who uh, works um, with his grandfather making Hina dolls. And okay. Hina dolls are uh, something that families will buy for their daughters when they turn 15, I think, in Japan. Right. It's, mm -hmm. it's sort of like a quinceanera, but in Japan. Right. Um, and you buy these really elaborate, beautifully decorated Hina dolls. Um, and so he, this this fifteen year old boy, his name is Gojo. He um, loves painting them. He's like he fell in love with his family's. Uh, his name is um, Gojo. His name is Gojo. Yeah. So what you're saying Gojo. Is that it's a crossover between Jujutsu Kaisen. Is not. It's not the same guy as Jujutsu Kaisen. But anyway, so there's him. He he works on Hina dolls. Um, he paints them and makes clothing and stuff. Um, and then he runs into a girl in his class who she's like this beautiful popular girl um she's the person on the cover of the manga um her name is marine kitagawa and she uh secretly sort of secretly not super secretly loves cosplaying mm -hmm. and she loves playing uh erotic visual novel games and watching horror anime and she's just like into all this like kind of geeky stuff that um I guess you wouldn't normally think that a girl would be into but uh she is she loves it all and uh, she loves cosplay. She wanted to cosplay as um, her favorite characters, but she has no like sewing ability. Mm -hmm. So uh, uh, at the beginning of the whole series, she runs into Gojo and sees that he is uh, sewing stuff in the sewing room, mm. which is something that um, that uh, a boy normally 
isn't seen doing very often. Um, and so he gets really embarrassed and he thinks that she's going to judge him for it. And she's just like, that's super cool that you're doing what you're into. Hey, could you help me with this cosplay thing? And he's he was like really excited that one, he accepted her and two, that like she needed help and is something he could help with. So mm-hmm. then the two of them start kind of collaborating on that. The series really gets into the weeds on like making costumes for cosplay, which is interesting. It's neat. Oh, okay. Um, Wait, quick, bring it back to the Sega Saturn, Dan. Uh, <laughs> I cannot. This has nothing to do with the Sega Saturn. Sorry, Dave asked me about what. Are it was. there so any games? Are stuff. there any games in the series or visual novel games or anything it, like that? So it doesn't. There's nothing based in real life. Um, but like the author kind of makes up ah. some games and anime and stuff that like it's based off of. But um, interesting. Yeah, but I mean, it. I mean, there's certainly no end to uh, erotic visual novels on the Saturn. Anyway, so that was my pickup. Sorry, that nice. took a while to explain. I love, I love the series. It's, it's a lot of fun. It, it does do a lot of like, uh, um, kind of challenging gender norms and showing that it's okay to do things, mm-hmm. you know, if you're into them. So. Oh, I did have a pickup actually. I think last show. No. I don't know if I talked. Okay, so I wasn't on the last show. No, it's um, been a couple weeks. Did I talk about the garbage, the the curb pickup? I picked up a. So okay, I talked about this with the Sega guys because Pat and I did. Uh, oh, yeah. We recorded a podcast with the Sega guys. It's going to come out soon. That's going to be fun. I didn't record an episode with it. It was <clears> Peter. Oh wait, okay, so it was Peter. <laughs> How did you forget? Who My you mind recorded with. Well, I've recorded so many podcasts now. I can't remember who's on with. Okay, all and of so, us heroes are so, just interchangeable. For right. Days. So, so Peter. So he really isn't. I'm just getting old. Okay. So, uh, so I recorded a podcast with the Sega guys. I think Peter was on it. I explained that I'm I'd been. I'd been because they posted about it. I had I been. Was on it. I had been going on a walk. I'd been going on a neighborhood walk, and I picked up, and there was just a box of free trash, quote unquote trash, and in it was. A Game Boy Pocket, like a really, really nice condition. I mean, it was dirty, and I had to like disassemble it and clean it, but it was a red Game Boy Pocket with a legit copy of uh, Pokemon Red in it, and the Charizard on this thing has just like maxed out. It's just like laying waste to everything. In fact, it turns out like all of the Pokemon are like level 99 maxed out. So, yeah, I don't know why, you know, poor guy who like left it in his closet or whatever, his parents probably like got rid of it or whatever. He's probably married by now. Who knows? Um, There was also a Game Boy SP, like a black Game Boy SP. Also in really good condition, all things considered. It was dirty, but I was able is to it clean it up. GBA 101? It was a G- it GBA. It, it's the 001, you know, so it's not the brighter screen, oh, but okay, I really yeah. don't care. I mean, I got I got one of those on launch, uh, Game Boy SP, so mine would have been the 001, and I traded it off uh, when I ended up getting a PSP, which I kind of regretted, mm-hmm. so I'm glad that I got a black uh, SP again. But anyway, that was, that. was well, that happened like last week, uh, but still, that's kind of a cool pickup. And then yeah, the other the other day I'm I'm so this never happens in my neighborhood this never ha- I never I always find actual garbage in my neighborhood on the curbs like that I don't want but the the other day we're walking and uh I found a uh, it's a it's a Michael Jordan poster where he's like dunking and so it's like a Chicago Bulls poster and on the side it says license to jam you know and I was just and it's and it's not just like a flimsy poster it's like on car it's on like hard cardboard you know so um yeah. They just had had it out on the curb. I was like, "Yeah, I'm putting that up in the garage." Unfortunately, I can't show you because it's in it's not in arm's reach right now, and I'm not gonna go get it. But yeah, so so yeah, kind of had some pickups. I didn't think about them as pickups because they weren't anything that I bought. But yeah, no, that's still pretty cool though that you found on the side of the road. 
Yeah, I don't so know everyone, guys... start analyzing your neighbor's trash. Well, uh, doing nightly Dave is a classic uh, as a classic trash in the street. So, so what it was? So it's this. It, it was this big box, right? That was just put out in the gutter, right? And it was like had the little sign on it, the handwritten sign that said "free," right? And the thing that caught my eye was a was a uh, VGA monitor stand. So I was thinking, okay, maybe there's like a VGA monitor in there. Depending on what it is, if it can do tate, you know, that might be useful or something like that. Yeah, no, sure. There was no VGA monitor in there. There was just the stand. But then there was like all this other stuff in there. Bunch of clothes, bunch of other trash. But seriously, like the get, I, I shared them out on Twitter. It was incre- It was incredible to find that kind of thing. You know, uh, it rarely happens, but I do recommend yeah, folks go on walks and stuff like that because you never know. Get for exercise for nothing else. Good to take a walk. Right. I was just at Murder of Crows is in the chat. By the way, shouts. Um, we were just at a store in Portland. Uh, I forget Retro Game Trader or something like that, and they had some Game Boy Pockets in there. They were charging over 100 bucks for a Game Boy Pocket. Oh, is that so, the one where, where we get dropped off at? Yeah, that was the one we got dropped off at. I don't remember if it was Retro Game Trader or if it was a different... I don't remember what the name was, but uh, essentially... That was a pretty good store. Just they had a, a bunch of, of Game Boy Pockets, stuff. but it was everything was so expensive. And I just thought to myself, yeah, I'm never, buy, I'm never getting a Game Boy Pocket. I'm just... The ship has sailed. I'm not going to... I'm not you gonna spend that I much want, money. Though, that I, think I get one for free. And Dave. <laughs> oh, retro grain, retro game trader is what it was. What what's up, Pat? Yeah. I really really want a Mother Three Game Boy Pocket, a Game Boy Game Boy. Uh, sorry, the Game Boy Micro. Ah, mm. Mother Three Game Boy Micro. I, yeah, that's what I want. Those are rad. I love Game Boy Micros. Uh, was it Nick had a really cool Game Boy Micro that he brought with yeah, him on he, the trip? Yeah, he had the uh, the Game Boy, uh, the Famicom, the, the uh, Famicom one. Yeah, he had the Famicom one. I have mine is black and ha- it's in very good condition. It's black and it has the camo uh, front. I could probably get a different uh, uh, front yeah. to change out, but yeah, it's like black with camo. And we have the same we have the same clamshell case for it. We, I have this like bulletproof case for that thing so that it doesn't, you know, because they're kind of delicate. They're all metal construction, and uh, yeah. So we had the, it was funny. We had the same like Game Gear. It was like something gear case or something like that. Anyway, that's pretty cool. Yeah, we should probably like get into the news. Oh, what were you gonna say, Pat? We could. I was gonna say the we final could. thing. Uh, I wonder if they sell a Mother Three just the, the the front plate for that because I think it. I think it might just be a front plate. So. Yeah, you know it's so it's they're so cool looking and yet how practical is it to actually play on a Game Boy uh, Micro? Like it's very, not, but it's, it's, it's very it's tiny. It's very, it's like, it's very tiny. It's almost too tiny. Like the ga- those Game Gear micro things, those little ga- Game Gear minis, those are definitely too tiny for me to like play. They're, it's more like a Christmas mm. ornament. But uh, well, <laughs> to in, to play and enjoy it is, I could probably do it. But it's kind of like playing an emulator on your phone or something like that. It's not ideal. Um, yeah. But yeah, the, the Game Boy Micro is it's it's very dense though, since it's so tiny and it has the same pixel density. Like it's really dense. Um, hmm. Yeah, the, the image is a lot sharper than, say, like, playing GBA games on the SP. But anyway, enough uh, GBA talk, enough Nintendo talk. We're going to talk Saturn here. We're going to bring up the browser. Uh, we've The f- guys here have written some articles. In addition, yeah, Peter, Peter uh, had his last uh, Halloween article through the month of October, and uh, this feature was on Phantasmagoria. Okay, so we're going back before the last show. 
Uh, no, that um, that was posted after the last show. Uh, oh, it's cool. technically ah. before. I mean, Pat posted I got on the website about the last show on I Monday, but Peter's story went up on Sunday. So we haven't talked about Peter's Phantasmagoria story yet. Okay. Yeah, that white, that white says don't fear us on my green screen. Yeah, I'm going to fix that for you. Here, I'm going to put a hole in Pat's head there. No, I'm just How do I fix this for you? Eh, I can't. Right there. That's the not enough do. light. It's okay. Not enough. So I should I should rephrase that. Not enough light on the screen on the green screen. There's plenty of light on Pat, but uh, it's okay. Uh, so that's that's probably about the best I can do with the white background. But all right. So yeah, let's talk about it. Why didn't she just get the drain cleaner? Spoilers for folks who haven't played the game. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, do, so wait, so since Peter wrote this up, I guess, do you want to talk about it, Dan? Have you read the whole article? Um, I did not read the whole thing. Thanks for calling me out. <laughs> okay, fine. So I'll call yeah. myself um, out. I have not read this okay. whole article. Peter has yeah. uh, Peter has just been through it, though. incredibly prolific this ha Halloween season. He's written yeah, he a slew of Halloween-related articles. And I think that if we ever do like a, a spooky magazine or even like a bonus issue or something like that, we have enough content. We have enough articles on spooky set. games. Yeah, because Peter's issue. just... We need to get a regular issue out first. I know, right? We need issues. to get a... Yeah, so like a... Uh, I mean, at, at the end of the, the day, he's just going over all about the game, mm -hmm. uh, the story of it. Uh, kind of how it looks, how, you know, it is an FMV game. It's got static backgrounds uh, with kind of um, uh, sort of like green screened actors as right. sprites over top of them moving around uh, as you of course it's been translated. make your way around the house. It's been uh, translated. Yeah. It does have a, he does mention that it's had a, an English fan translation based on the original DOS version. Mm -hmm. um, uh, the Saturn version does support the mouse which is awesome because some FMV adventure games do not on the Saturn, but Phasmagoria does. Phantasmagoria mm -hmm. does. Um, so, yeah, he just kind of uh, discusses it. Um, I guess he, he says that the game is kind of polarizing um, since it's it, the game is kind of disturbing um, at times. Uh, but um, I... Uh, I'm sure Peter still talked about it because he, he appreciates it. So I mean, no, I'm I'm just looking over the article and um, there's there's a ton of editorial here. It's not just like a simple rundown of the game. I mean, he's added yeah. in a bunch of his own uh, you know impressions and play his thoughts. And, and Peter yeah. is such a, a brilliant writer too. What is he talking about? Uh, Last Dynasty, same year as Phantasmagoria, Sierra published heavy FMV heavy. Um, it's interesting. I don't ever think this game would have come over to the States no matter what. Look at this. Like, eight discs? That's kind of like an only in Japan kind of thing, right? I mean, because yeah. cause be I, I remember Riven was like, what, four or five? Maybe six discs? I can't I can't remember how many discs Riven was on consoles, but it it was a lot, but it wasn't eight discs. Like, four. Okay, Kevin it was only Auden four. Says. Okay, it was only four. I know it was four right on PC. Oh, okay, yeah, it's four on PC, but it's eight for the Saturn. No, we're talking about Riven. Okay, I'm talking oh, about okay. I'm talking about Riven. Like, was one of those games that had like a ton of discs, and um, I knew it was like four discs on the PC. I thought maybe it was more on consoles, like on PlayStation or whatever. But like eight discs 
for a that's a lot i mean that's the publishing costs of that alone it would make it almost um like you wouldn't be able to make a profit on on that unless you charged yeah. a lot more for it yeah. not to mention this wasn't a really big a great port to begin with right um yeah. and i mean you know it's been it's been censored you know certain parts of it have been censored mm-hmm. From, from the original, but so it's not necessarily uh, the version that I would recommend folks play. I think Nick kind of had the same impression. He was like, if, if folks really want to, you know, see the game in all of his glory and play it or whatever, you know, play the PC version. But again, if you're just mm-hmm. coming at it from like a historical context and you want to experience the Saturn version, then it's been translated. So you can do that. But, um, but definitely, um, I gotta check out. I gotta. I gotta read more thoroughly all of Peter's articles that he's been posting. Here uh, was like the best of Saturn one, which was just the blur. But I mean, this Phantasmagoria article is. Yeah, I long. I've been reading like, them, but just I didn't get a chance to read this Phantasmagoria one. Um, yeah, it's just been busy for me this week. Although mm-hmm. I did take a few days off uh, this coming week, Monday through Wednesday, so I'm gonna mm-hmm. have some time. Mm-hmm. to uh give this a read over and maybe even write something for the website myself so yeah i mean not everybody it, not everybody's a big reader but for those who are i highly recommend peter's uh articles just because he's a great writer and he puts mm-hmm. a lot of time and play through like in, in these games and like really pulls them apart so he should do like an audio book type of reading of his stories, so we can just like put them on YouTube for people who just want to listen to it. I think or, so or too. On, on the podcast, yeah, I kind of uh, pitched that to him. I was like, you know, yeah, Nintendo Life does that. They 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 have mm. folks who write editorial and then they produce videos of it, and they always say at the beginning, this was this video is an adaptation of an article written by so and so. You know, um, but I don't know how he felt about that. I don't know if he just wanted to keep it. Uh, you know, text and then maybe like focus on getting it into a magazine at some point. But I, I, I agree. I mean, I, he has a nice he, speaking voice. So honestly, I think it would be pr- a pretty good listen. He's written enough great stuff. I think you could put together like a coffee table book, honestly, like with, with like in depth rather than a magazine, almost like all of his articles in, into like a coffee table book format. Like Dang, I was still about really that. wants us to get to milk your solid. <laughs> well, we'll get there. I mean, unless he's like yeah, in a rush to, he wants to, he wants to tap out after that. Okay. So, uh, you want us to jump ahead? <laughs> God, what did I get to metal gear? God damn it. Okay. So, um, who is startup sound? Uh, I, that's a new, that's a new one to me, but anyway, welcome. Welcome to the chat. Person. Nice. I'm glad that we're we're always glad to have new folks. Um, yeah. Hisatsu. Have you guys played this game? It's very similar to like Shinobi. No, but it looks fun. Yeah. Next interesting. Very very similar to Shinobi Three. You know Shinobi Legions in, in terms of its yeah. look. I wouldn't say that it controls as well. Um, it kind of. Uh, I don't know, Pat. We've talked about Hisatsu in the past, and I think our takeaway was. I remember was, talking about it. Oh gosh! Well, it, I think it was a long time ago. Maybe it was yeah, K. It, it was remember. on one of the casts. We, but we talked about how it was kind of like, kind of feels like a budget Shinobi. You know, like it definitely feels like Shinobi. Like, like it's undeniable. It's channeling like the same kind of thing as Shinobi, right? And mm-hmm. it's good. It's a good game. Easy to recommend to folks. But that, but it's like if you had to choose Hisatsu or Shinobi, you go Shinobi, right? Even, uh, but when you want more Shinobi, and when you, you want more Hisatsu. Shinobi, right? When you when you when you've run out of Shinobi, then you go with yeah. Hisatsu, right? So, um, 
definitely recommend folks give this a shot, especially if they haven't heard it, because here there's just another you know 2D side-scrolling game on the Saturn that is worth a play. Based on a long-running Japanese period drama, Hisatsu is a side-scrolling action game very much in the vein of the Shinobi series. You and your associates travel from town to town investigating evildoers and dispensing justice. Select two out of four characters. One remains under player control and the other one in reserve, and switch between them at will. Um, each has an unlimited regular and metered strong attack. Each character specializes in a different weapon. Katanas, whips, and knives are all on offer. Uh, relatively frills-free, this game looks very 16-bit, but don't let that put you off of this solid title. And yeah, that's why I kind of felt like it It almost it feels very much like Shinobi 3. You know, like it feels like it would fit right in on the Genesis. Maybe the maybe like a few of the uh, I, I don't know like the the gradients and dithering and stuff like that look like a little bit better than than Genesis, but not quite up to par with a lot of the two D stuff that you get on Saturn. But still, I mean, um, anybody can quick fire like a eBay listing of this. I'm just curious, like what it goes for. It looks like it's about one one fifty. It looks like it's oh okay, so it's not necessarily a cheap game. Okay, but it's cheap on an ODE. It's like zero dollars if you just. (laughs) But uh, I highly recommend, folks. uh, Yeah, you know, Uh, I don't (laughs) believe that there's any like city connection. uh, I don't think there's any like current collection uh, that you can pay money for to buy this game. So you know, burn baby burn, right? Yeah, burn baby burn, burn that game on something. So, yeah, Hisatsu. Check it out. Um, cool. Next up, this is all Dan. Fans release completed. This happened. This happened, like, right before we went live, right? I mean, the... Uh, no, it came out on Wednesday, on November 1st. That um, was when it was, the patch was final? On Wednesday? The patch came out, yeah. Okay. So, Silhouette, Silhouette Mirage's uh, English patch uh, for the Saturn version is now uh, completed. And it's available for anybody to download from Sega Extreme. And mm-hmm. re- uh, it has a resources page on Sega Extreme. Um, and, uh, and yeah, they've been working on this thing for just four months. <laughs> and, like, they speed ran getting, the, getting this uh, translation of the game. Now, they did use the working designs uh, script from mm. the localized PlayStation 1 version. Okay. came out back in the year 2000. Um, right. Although uh, the... Uh, team lead um uh, rasputin uh 3000 is his mm-hmm. screen name uh, right. gregory uh he said on um on sega extreme a couple weeks ago that he does uh want to put a retranslation into the game he wants to put a, a patch he's already had it retranslated apparently um i i guess he must have had someone reach out to another person to do that but uh yeah, so I guess that's what's next for this team is to put out a non-working designs retranslation that's a little more faithful to the original Japanese. But mm-hmm. for now, um, you can play uh, what's in the official uh, PS1 version on your Saturn. Um, and what's extra cool about that, besides the fact that it's on your Saturn, is that it doesn't have some of the uh, the, the tweaks, let's say, that working designs did, like the uh, increased prices for everything in the shop to make the right. game more difficult and it actually just makes the game more frustrating. <laughs> right. Um, and then also the Saturn version has some graphical effects that you can't find in the PlayStation version. So that's uh, pretty cool too. Hey yeah, Captain Hodden said that he's been saving his play of this game for the Saturn version. Yeah. I had never played so <laughs> Mirage before, uh, 
playing it on the Saturn, um, when they started putting out these um, incremental patches as they um, got each area of the game translated. Right. So I, I sat down just a couple weeks ago to like really do uh, a good solid playthrough of it. I did not beat it. The game kicked my ass. <laughs> I'm not very yeah. good at it. Um, I, but it is a super cool game. I forgive uh, you. I do I like for, it. It is one of the you hardest treasures. I forget it for you for not beating it. We Thanks. did a we did a podcast believe it or not mm-hmm. that that uh, a treasure and it had nothing it wasn't inspired by the fact that this is being done but it was very coincidental because mm-hmm. we were we're talking right. about treasure games that will coincidence that will come out at some point we recorded mm-hmm. it a long time ago but it seems like the podcasts are released like months later um so they're on like this slow drip kind of thing um yeah but essentially um yeah, it's it's. I would say that I recommend it, but I recommend mm-hmm. folks start with the other treasure games like Guardian Heroes and Radiant Silvergun. And if you like those and you can kind of wrap your head around those and see kind of what treasure likes to do, they always kind of like to put a gimmick into the game. Mm-hmm. They like to really focus on a certain mechanic and just like exploit the hell out of that mechanic. And then you really have to train your brain to get used to that mechanic so that you can do well in the game. That's kind of yeah, where the difficulty like comes brain- from training type of thing which yeah, i didn't mention absolutely. in the article if anybody hasn't played silent mirage its yeah. gimmick is that uh your character is a different color depending on which side she's which way you face she's, exactly you're right yeah. she's like i think red if she's facing to um the the, the right which is my left and and purple if she's facing the other way there is like a, an ability you can use to spend some of your like magic points or something to switch which mm-hmm. color you're facing but either way so you have to shoot an enemy that's the same color as you if you want to kill right. them otherwise you are draining energy from them so mm-hmm. sometimes you have to like kind of maneuver your way to get on the other side of an enemy and turn around and shoot them mm-hmm. if they're a different color than what you are facing um which i thought initially that that mechanic was going to be kind of frustrating for me but it actually wasn't i thought it was pretty cool and something different you know it's, for it's like good. a yeah i mean like it's it's neat it's a neat mechanic and it definitely is like feels very clever but um the thing is it gets harder as you get on into the levels right you know because at the very beginning level it's like a training level it's very simple and you're like okay this works but then you get all the crazy stuff going on on the screen lots of enemies and that's Mm -hmm. where it starts to like hurt your brain because you're like okay try you you have to you have to like be running and going in a certain direction uh, to be able to pull off certain moves, and it's like if if yeah. they jump on the other side of you, then it's like okay, now I can't pull this off. I have to be, I have to run to the other side of the screen, face the other way, and come at them this way. So the thing Sometimes is, you got to do your slide move to get up a slope or something. They what threw... got me with this game is okay. that if you do die, uh, if you if you take too many hits, mm-hmm. your level gets or your weapons level gets downgraded, right. and you eventually lose the weapon. Mm-hmm. and you lose all the money that you dumped into upgrading that weapon if it's your favorite weapon and i had one that i really liked um, yeah. and i yeah. lost it and then i had like no money i know, you know? How that feels. I had no money to yeah, get it back and to upgrade it oh. yeah so it's like i was i eventually oh. had a point where i was kind of stuck in the game where like the the boss would have taken way too many hits to kill with a pea shooter and i had no money to actually upgrade it and you only get a shop a couple of times in a level anyway mm-hmm. um so i just kind of hit a wall so it's it's kind of one of those things where it's like okay you just have to go back to the beginning of the game and do better this time 
Because there's no saving. You just do a run. They threw a bunch of stuff in there. Yeah, that's the thing is I feel like this is a genre match mashup because they just threw so much. They threw like RPG elements, platforming, run and gun. It's got like a a Sonic the Hedgehog like dash move in there. It's got some of the the vertical, like even the, it's not like a typical platformer. You know, they've they've got like the levels have a verticality to them and stuff like that. It's just, Mm -hmm. it's definitely one of those treasure games for sure, like through and through, but we all agree that it was kind of like, let this be one of the last treasure games you try once you've like gotten used to like what treasure games are like. And then this <laughs> is just like treasure times a hundred, like just it's really the final just, boss of treasure it's, games. It's, yeah. In, in my opinion, in my opinion, it's, <laughs> okay. it's totally enjoyable, but it's like not for beginners on the Saturday. You know, it's not like the game I yeah. would recommend that you start out with, but definitely highly recommend it to folks. Um, it came out on the PlayStation and the Saturn, and you, uh, I would recommend playing it on the Saturn now that it's translated for sure. But uh, yeah, oh, what's more treasure, this or Mischief Makers? But that's a really good question. I mean, I would say I would say they're both incredibly treasure. You know, I um, kind of feel this is more this is more treasure than Mischief Makers. Mischief Makers just it kind of it kind of could be hit, uh, passed off as a a Namco game, but uh, okay, Silhouette Mirage is a completely a treasure feeling. Silhouette Mirage compatible with the arcade stick. I imagine it would be fine, like it would play fine with a uh, Virtua Stick or Virtua Stick Pro or anything like that. You know, I mean, because the same maps to the button inputs, it should be fine. Yeah, to the D pad. So Um, it it might actually be. I mean, in any two game, any like side scrolling two D game would probably feel great with a with an arcade stick. know that it works with that but i don't think it would really benefit yeah. from the analog mm. stick anyway so right you know, i don't it's think a 2D so platformer i don't think so yeah fantastic fantastic thanks for the write-up dan um and did sure. you do did and you thank do you this, to the uh, team congratulations to the team for getting this done did uh, you they did a great job did you well, put together yet they still got enough uh, to work on they're apparently putting the working designs or sorry their own translation and trying to like get rid of the working design stuff did yeah, you, they are. I mentioned that. Dan, did you put together the thumbnail? Uh, yeah. Good the, job. The banner. Good job. Thanks. Yeah, no, your thumbnail skills. I, your thumbnail skills have doubled. Have doubled. No, yeah, no, <laughs> it's good. It gets the point across, and it has the visual impact. Mm-hmm. Like it. And I used the right font for now in English. You just did. Sure you, you, oh, is <laughs> that it, it? Yes, this is the Gotham Bold or whatever Gotham Black. Yeah, something Gotham like that. City Gotham. Sirens. Yeah, Gotham Black. Um. Okay, so next up, I, I think it's the last thing that we have on here yeah. that's actually written in stone. The other things we can just talk about. Um, Shiro yeah. at PRGE. Uh, Nick, our buddy Nick, who did most of the, like, uh, he, well, Pat and Nick teamed up to film stuff at PRGE. Yeah, I brought my, my, Nick, my, my big camera out. Exactly. And Nick handled the editing. Thanks a bunch, Nick. Shouts. And uh, he did an excellent job with this little roundup. Folks can watch yeah, it. I'm not going to play it here. But, it, yeah, it's a good re- video kind of recapping what happened. Um, takeaway is we met a lot of people. We made a lot of re- relationships. I think Pat will agree. Like, there were a lot of cool people we got to talk to, and everybody was really, nice. really awesome, you know? Um, mm-hmm. Angry video game nerd. Uh, did like the concert? <laughs> was that like that was from like a Taiwanese a angry no game nerd? Oh, it's, he, it's he, some Taiwanese thing. He didn't post the source for it, which oh, I think I uh, wish he did. I think his buddy. Uh, let's see. She, uh, who's the 
Who's who does the all of the Pimpo. documenting? Pimpo, yeah, I think Pimpo sent him that sent him that from some kind of uh, Taiwanese documentary or something like that on the game <clears throat> industry or something like that, or the retro game industry or something like that. I I, I could be wrong, but I think that that's where he got that little that oh, little okay. clip. And now that's going to be some kind of new meme or something like that. Angry game nerd. <laughs> I like it. Okay, but yeah, it was no, funny. Uh, it was really good. I I really enjoyed filming it. It was uh it was a fun time. We pretty much I got my camera up, we sort of tried to balance stuff as best we could mm-hmm. and then just uh filmed. Yeah, we did a lot of filming of that stuff. We filmed uh Yeah. Filmed a lot of fun stuff, filmed a lot of not so fun stuff, more serious stuff, but it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. You know, last year for some reason I was focused more on filming and I shot several <laughs> videos last year. And then this vi- this year I had a lot I I didn't have an excuse not to because we didn't we weren't running this the Saturn room, but I really didn't uh, I really didn't even think about it. And I I took pictures, but I didn't really film any footage. So I mean I'm glad that you that you guys uh, picked up that slack. But yeah, it was fun. Yeah, we did. To be fair though, you seem like you like I think you I wanted you to enjoy the con more than filming stuff because it seems like you didn't really. Have I was. It. Yeah, I was under the weather. You really, yeah, you, you were under the weather and you didn't really enjoy enjoy it as much as 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 you did this year so i was hoping mm-hmm. this year you'll enjoy it some more and go out and do stuff so i don't mind you yeah not feeling the things i do i go to these cons all the time so you've seen them once you see them all once you go to the cons you know oh john uh john hancock's doing his collection thing you have to you right know, you know the, the tim Kritzo are talking about working nba jam you see pat the punks you know live see you podcast it's the same the same stuff. Same over stuff. And over again. Yeah, you, yeah. You see it, so it's like For you sure. guys didn't see it, so it's like your first real con. Sure. So right, you get to go to the panel. So I didn't really mind because like, well, I saw them. And I don't really yeah. like going to panels so much anymore because you see them once, you see them all. Besides yeah. our panel, it's the best one. So I mean, honestly, that the best. Yeah, the best thing about it would just be walking through the room and then like turning around and it, oh. There's Chris Kohler, you know, and say hi to him. Or oh, oh, there's there's Audi Sorley, you know, and like we really, we really didn't just be like, oh hi, how's it going, you know, like we actually like got to stand around and talk and you know build relationships with folks, you know. Uh, we exactly. I got to I got to, the last day I met Retro Bird, you know, and he does a, mm-hmm. a really funny YouTube channel, you know, mostly just mostly humor uh, about retro mm-hmm. games and retro game collection. He's totally down to earth, like really fun guy. Glad that I met him. He's from the Bay Area. Um, met a bunch of other folks too, and 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 fans of Shiro, you know, just you know, <laughs> bunch of down to earth folks that can't that the the dude that was like um, I can't remember, I can't remember his name, but he was like a, a Bomberman fan, like the oh yeah the, the, the oh, world yeah, the, the, the world's premier Bomberman fan, and he had the Bomberman jacket and everything. Um, what was the name of the channel? It's like Rife XD. I think the channel was like Rife XD, but yeah, it was like Llama something. But anyway, did a like eight-hour documentary on Bomberman, which is highly recommended. Oh yeah, it's it's Rife XD. Rife XD. Yeah. Put his channel in the chat. And the Japanese family was was adorable. Like you had the dad, mom, (laughs) and daughter, and they and what was it like? His his uh his Virtual Fighter Two skills were still excellent. I couldn't. (laughs) uh, I, I I had nothing against that guy. Um, but I did actually beat Pat with one leg, uh, pie in the arcade. Like there was a one legged oh, yeah. street fighter. 
it yeah, was like pretty, some kind I'm of pretty bad at street i'm pretty bad at virtual fighter bad, virtual fighter honest. okay well then uh it's not my game i don't feel so good now i i think i just it was a fluke <laughs> you could just let him have that w pat <laughs> it's okay I, i'm okay. just not good at it my I'm, win I'm has an know. asterisk on it now pat is not good yeah. anyway <laughs> i'm pretty no like i'm good at, if it was a vf5 i mean you'd be toast but i still beat you yeah, with one VF, leg though no yeah, i did that there was some kind of memory glitch or something on this arcade cab. Maybe like a somebody mentioned it was like a memory it. leak or something like that. But yeah, essentially Pi and all the other characters on that uh on player two or whatever had one leg. Um but but some mm. some part of their body would just kinda like be rendered and like be on the ground of the arena. <laughs> so oh, it'd be like weird. part of, yeah, part of Pi's leg, like dismembered leg would be like <clears throat> just laying on the arena. It's kinda weird. In the corner, yeah. The Halloween version of uh, of uh, Virtual Fighter Two, but it was really, it was a lot of fun. What else uh, was fun? Uh, I don't know. Just doing the doing the breakfast chats was fun. Yeah, doing the breakfast chats was fun. Uh, the th- I saw my friends that I usually do the concert with the Tetris dudes. Mm-hmm. So I know uh, I know all those dudes over there. Uh, what was it? At one, yeah, it's I forgot his name. Uh, Lu- Luca. It's like uh, something. Lu- Luke, Steve Luca, that's his mm-hmm. name, Steve Luca. He's a really cool dude. Uh, Steve DeLuca, mm-hmm. he does the Tetris World Championships. He gets all that sorted out. He goes to all the cons and do that. He's a really cool dude. I love Steve DeLuca. We hang out usually at the cons. He's my con buddy. A uh, guy that usually goes there, um, his name is uh, his name is Dorian Whitlock. He mm-hmm. And and uh, he has another dude that goes with him. His name is Mike. They did like the Nintendo World Championships back in the day. Right. Uh, I hang out with them a lot. They're really cool. I uh, am pretty good friends with them. We hang on stuff. And of course, Chris Tang. I think I introduced you guys to Chris Tang, right? Right. You introduced me to him last year too, but I didn't put together. I didn't. I didn't make the connection that he was like the dude from Capcom. You know, like and the winner of the what? What, what was the contest that he won? Fighting I game. That's like a Street Fighter thing. It's like yeah. a Street Fighter. Like per, he's a really good Street Fighter player. Dominant yeah. Street Fighter player. Yeah, so I mean that's that's really cool. Yeah, he's um, a really nice dude. I'm gonna see if I can get him up in an upcoming Shiro video, and of course, editor's corner. I'd love to have him on too. So yeah, be do it. Reach out to him. That would be fantastic. We can do it. We can get him cool. on the calendar. In fact, that's now that I'm back from PRGE and I am feeling much better. <laughs> um, that's so good. that's good. I I am starting to like really fire up the scheduling thing. So I've been in touch with multiple people. To get them on the calendar and try to get content rolling for, um, and I, you know I, I want to get back into like the mode of like doing interviews and stuff with folks. So it'll be it'll be rad if we can get them on and we'll we'll ask we'll get a bunch of questions for them. We'll talk Capcom, talk fighting games and all that. He's good pretty stuff. casual. He's a pretty oh, yeah. casual dude to talk with. He's a lot of fun. He, he seems so a lot of fun stories. He seems so humble. You know that's the thing is he doesn't seem like the kind of person that like brags about himself, even though he has all these accomplishments. And, he actually um, has my uh, he actually has my Mister uh, Mister uh, Jamma adapter. Mm-hmm. I just gave it to him. I was like, "Hey, dude, because I, I thought I had an extra one, but I didn't." I was like, "You know what? You can have it. You earned it for making JoJo good. So whatever." <laughs> so he has How that generous one. of you. He's a really nice dude. I really enjoy talking with him. I like hanging with him. So he's a really nice dude. Uh, Kay knows him as well. He's a really really interesting dude cool stories mm-hmm. i see him every cons i get because he lives in phoenix with me he's in mm-hmm. or not somewhere in arizona i'm not gonna out where he is in arizona in case he doesn't right. want that but he's in arizona as well a uh, lot of arizona like uh retro dudes out here i noticed that me, john lester yeah. chris genovi um you guys have a, a scene bunch of other people you guys have a yeah, scene, scene for sure you know 
I mean, it's I really often feel scene. like I feel like San Diego is basically like Mega sixty four and like the CU podcast guys, and then that's it. Maybe me. I guess you could count <laughs> yeah, me, you, but I'm over here by myself. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, that's cool. Arizona definitely has like a scene for sure, just like the Pacific you Northwest. Should, you should, uh, I'm ready to fly down to SoCal for for your con though. It's the desert series, right? Yeah. No. Oh, uh, <laughs> speaking of desert series, you're locked in a battle with uh with the the texas rangers right now oh no we it, lost uh, no, oh you lost. lost oh did they get wiped out oh they did okay oh that's right r.i.p rip and please say they made it that's something yeah. but at least they made it yeah i know right i mean that's more than the padres can say padres haven't been in a world series for quite a while I, I mean, I mean, the last time the Diamondbacks were, were 2001, but 2001, but it they won an it. asterisk on it because we beat the Yankees in 2001. So it's you like, had you had Randy Johnson though. That guy was ridiculous. Well, we had Randy Johnson, Luis Gonzalez. It's this just, is true. They are the powerhouse. So it's like mm-hmm. it's like it was, and the thing is that we were playing the Yankees at a bad time because I mean it's 2001 and guess what happened two months before that. So yeah. Wait, what am I missing? What happened to my... 2001, 9-11? Oh, right. Oh, right. Oh. Okay, yeah. It was a bad... Oh, it was a bad time. For, like, I never even thought about that, but mentally, uh, like, morale must have been really low. That's yeah, so, true. So, yeah, it was a really, really, int- really sad year for them, and uh, it kind of sucked because I like both teams because I like the Diamondbacks, and I love the, I love the Yankees, so it's like... It was a hard thing, especially as a New York kid. So mm-hmm. uh, I was, I, my dad wasn't happy either, though, because he loves the Yankees. He like mm-hmm. told me stories of sneaking to the games when he was younger. It was pretty funny. Hmm. But, but yeah, uh, yeah. But the, uh, I think a, a night at, or shadow asked the most surprisingly appear GE, uh, probably the so- Sakura Sakura Tyson standee. Oh. That was pretty, uh, pretty massive. Yeah, surprise. Cool. I did not expect to see that there, and. Uh, yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll be able to get that at uh, at the next event. I hopefully we get something good going. We're 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 talking about Pure G twenty twenty four, some stuff for that. So uh, yeah, I do need that. I still need that, Steve. Uh, like I said, you can message me online. Uh, the thing is that I I want to buy it from you, but the thing is that I want it for the show, but I don't want to keep bringing it back and forth. So it's kind of like, but you'd bring it as well. So it's like mm-hmm. we'll figure something out. Send me a PM and we could figure something out. What about what about he just sell it to you, you and you just make payments like a hundred bucks a year for the next fifteen years? <laughs> just fifteen. Will he take payments? <laughs> he put you I on mean, a payment. I mean, the thing is, the thing is that I imagine I could send With him like payments. Like, <laughs> just the kidding. thing is that you know, it's like I'd want him to hold on to it because I want because I want it for next year because we got some big plans and I think I really because he has the he has the virtual virtual on one as well the standee. Well, you, then oh, you, nice. he, he could hold on to it, and you could just start sending him money, and then by the time that you see him, it'll be yours then, or something. I don't know. Um, yeah, we'll figure it out. Like I said, we'll you'll we'll, figure we'll it discuss, out. We'll discuss offers. We'll discuss prices. In, in terms of we'll in, in terms of PRGE twenty twenty four, I can say full disclosure. Like I don't think that this is. I mean, we've talked about it. They they want us to run like a Sega room. You know, um, they have that same room available, the Saturn Lounge room. You know, I think that is kind of like available really they want you to do the saturn room again because that seemed to me like it was just like a one-off thing like this is the featured retro console this year and then right. 
Yeah, and no, no, like, like they, they, I think they're, I think they're really interested in having us do a Sega room, and so no. it would really just be like focusing more on like the hits, you know. Um, I yeah. mean, I think that if we did a Sega room, you'd have to have like a ta- a complete tower of power, right? You know, you'd have Work to have power, Saturn Dream. You'd yeah, have to right. have, you would have to have, uh, you know, Dreamcast, of course. Um, there, there, there's a few, you know, Saturn that you wouldn't have to have like every single type of saturn setup but definitely some of the more classic ones you'd want i'm thinking Ooh, there were, we might definitely do netlink netlink is 100 percent gonna be happening i think so yeah, you know cool you gotta you gotta setup. do that for sure you would need you would need like uh slow coin says you know sg 1000 you'd need the older systems like master yeah, system say, you should have a master system you should definitely mm-hmm. have a handheld section where it's just like a, a little play area with like game, game gears and, and nomads. nomads exactly yeah. that would be great uh perhaps a, a master system 3d glasses setup would be amazing um, that would be cool what else what else would be amazing in a what what else would be like absolutely a must in a in a, a, a general sega room you know Something I mean, you'd... I mean, the things that I think we can actually use Mister as well because we could be like, okay, Game Gear. Here's the here's the Game Gear console thing. So yeah, do that. Daytona Link Net. I mean, yeah, we're, we're gonna do Netlink stuff there mm-hmm. for S- Saturn, Dreamcast. I'm not yeah. sure. Is it possible that we could do online local dial-up like we do with the that adapter? That oh, and Neo Geo Pocket Color. Uh, yeah, that's not a bad idea. Link cable demo. Um. Um, something that Naomi. That, I mean, I could bring you know, my Naomi board, but I it, the consoleized that is a pain in the ass. Like, you know, consoleized Naomi is actually a pain to set up. Then again, if somebody did have, I mean, for a Sega room, we should definitely have some arcade cabinets, don't you think? I mean, we would have if to have help. We would have to have help from. I mean, they already get them for their for the free for the arcade. You know, it's like. But if mm. we, well, if we, I know Kay has a uh, Sky Target in his garage. <laughs> oh, that's cool. I don't but think I mean, it would be, be, be really hard to just <laughs> right, move right. that stuff. Though. Well, that's just it. See, we rely so much on people who are there, um, yeah. being able to bring this stuff. And I mean, like Kay had a like a, almost like a. A U-Haul, or like a no, he had a huge van just packed to the gills with all of his stuff, and we really wouldn't have been able to do the Saturn room without him. So, I mean, but that's well, yeah. I was gonna say what might be kind of neat that maybe would be a little unexpected is for the Sega room to set up an NES and then have the several Sega games oh. that were ported to the NES in there, like Afterburner. Mm. Oh, was it? I thought you were going to say we smash an NES, but I mean that I works thought, too. For a second there, I thought you were <laughs> thinking of uh, putting putting together um, that classic, like a little station where it's like that classic uh, commercial where it's like a CR no. two CRT side by side, and you've yeah. got like Sonic and Mario, you know, kind you of re- that recreate too. That'd be funny. that. Yeah, but no, I mean there are Sega games on the NES though, so I think that would be something kind of fun to throw in there that would yeah. throw people a little bit. Like, hold on, what? You know, so. yeah, yeah. Kay says he's a moonwalker board. I actually have a, I actually have some console like a a a, a um a, a consoleized thing. Like, what's it called? A, a super gun. Right. That we could use that with. So yeah. we could we could get consoleized stuff. I know I know Ben has some consoleized like a a, a what's it called? The uh, super guns as well. Does Ben have like so, a Lindbergh? Play some outrun coast to coast or outrun two. That, like that, that might be, be complicated, but I'd be down. I'd be down for it. Just a budget have kind of the Sega CD and copy snatcher. Oh, there you go. Okay, now, so we got three super guns. I mean, so you don't need you, you you don't need a copy of Snatcher to play it. I mean, now with ODEs and right, you know. So I mean, yeah. but. 
But yeah, I mean, I think the idea would be to, you know, f- I have to, I have to give them credit. I have to give PRGE credit because in their free, ar- they expanded the free play arcade this year. It mm-hmm. used to just be over by the Tetris championships. Like they had the, they had the typical free play arcade. Uh, where they have like the concert and where they have like the all of the pinball machines and stuff. But this year they had like a huge free play arcade over in the vendor hall as well. And they had tons of Sega consoles set up. But again, many of them were on those uh those crappy Crosley L C Ds, you know, with no mm-hmm. it was just like compo- straight composite going into these Crosley yeah. L C Ds. Which unfortunately Yeah, that that it, I was trying to play I was trying. I was trying to play Wave Race on the sixty-four. Um, it was attached composite to a Crosley LCD, and it just screws the image so bad. It just Nick and I were saying this is almost unplayable, you know, because there's there's a ton of like really unnecessary deinterlacing going on, um, and it's just it's just bad. But yeah, um, we had, we had a lot of cool ideas in the chat though. I'm really liking yeah what for the fans sure. Are suggesting like the like some of the uh, the 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 games and super guns. We have a lot of ideas sort stored up and I think uh Steve Steve and Kay are gonna be like very uh very integral in making this room amazing. Mm-hmm. Which I think they can. I really wish I could bring stuff like the only thing I could really bring is consoles. I would love to bring my uh my Naomi or my uh sorry my um what's it called my Net City. Mm-hmm. I would love to bring like some of my arcade stuff, but like yeah. again I don't want to bring on a plane and it gets demolished. And of course I know. I'd have That's, to ship the arcade machine, and I well, don't want to do that. Like, in your mind, you could dream up some amazing, you know, some amazing moody, you know, like, vibe, you know? Like, I could, I could think it would be amazing if you just had a corner that was dedicated to, like, Japanese arcades, that, you know, and it had, and you use a fog machine to make it look smoky and everything like that, and you have the stools. Think about this. What about a table of all, con- all like, uh, Genesis's that, Genesi that are not Genesi. Like, so you have a CDX, and you'd have, like, a Wonder Mega, a CDX, an XI, um, like a bunch, a bunch of those, those, those bastard consoles that were kind of like not a typical, you know, mm-hmm. model Genesis. That'd be Genesis. cool. I, I think it'd just be neat, Genesis. you know. Would you put a, a Genesis Mini, or is that would that kind of go against the uh, the retroness? The only of the, the only room? way I would do that is if you were doing timeline. Like if you were if you were yeah. doing like a top, if you did it like a table that was set up like a timeline and it was like model one, model two, model mm-hmm. three. Genesis Mini because it is legit. It's Sega, you know. So you I mean, have to kind of count. You could set it. up the whole room that way. Start on one side, you oh. know, when you first walk in, and it's an SG one thousand, and you make your way Master Laser System active. Genesis. Laser active. Know. Night is right, yeah, and you just kind of like go along the line, you know. Mm-hmm. That might be kind of cool, and then have signage at each one saying, you know, in this Oops. year, Sega released this console, blah blah blah. Okay. So, and then when you get toward the end, you start having modern things where you know maybe you have the GameCube set up with, uh, with uh, you know, some some Sega games on there. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you get the to the Genesis Mini, you know, and have Bayonetta running on Xbox 360. I don't know. It depends on how much room you have, I guess, but. Uh, that might be kind of cool. So cool I, a couple couple things I want to talk, or at least one thing I want to talk about. So I want to shift gears real quick and talk about something that we didn't write an article about, but it was tweeted about um, by Sayo, mm-hmm. or Sayo the Vile. Uh, he has been following the Saru project very closely. I believe even has interested interest in fabricating some 
or like you know based on whatever final specs come out um but essentially sorrow for those who don't know is it it's essentially like a flash cart it, it will go into the saturn's cartridge slot and basically it's like an ode uh also has like ram expansion has sd card compatibility i don't know if it has a wi-fi module but knight could speak to that um but it's, i think knight has bought two of them already from uh, Chinese resellers and yeah he has and now I've heard now we've heard from Sayo that um, a bunch of folks are getting theirs bricked basically by trying to apply the firmware update so yeah so Don't yeah like that. this is uh, just be very careful I guess they're um, and I'm trying to go to that post really so I could see there's like one reseller that he recommends if you are going to pull the trigger on a uh, let's see I'm going to get it for oh, folks surreal. Yeah. Yeah. Are we are we ready to test that though? I've been hearing so many things. Uh, probably those rumors that we're gonna be getting. I don't know. Well, I mean, like, Knight I is a know, part like, of our team, and he has two of them. So, and he's more than qualified to yeah actually, poke at, we'll, poke we'll and prod it and see what it can do. So, you know, I'm Knight. Write well, up, another thing. Write up a twelve-page yeah, article on. Right it. there, you go. Knight can. We do need Knight to to write an article about it. But uh, Knight did point out that when he plugged a Saru into his Saturn. Uh, all of a sudden, the uh, power LED right. lit up. I think it was. Yes. So and he determined. The USB plugged in. He had when, the... he, when he plugged the USB. Yeah, when he plugged the USB cord into the, the Saru cartridge. Right. It was pulling power out of the USB and putting it into the Saturn, which is real iffy. It's not great. Uh, they yeah, should have done some kind of modification to keep that from happening. Mm-hmm. So that's a consideration if you're plugging in a USB. I never the into your though. cartridge. Did okay. he actually like? Did it actually like video come up, or did it just like power it on? Mm-mm. I don't. Night? Never got a chance to do that yet. Never got a chance hey, to do uh, that. So yeah. we're we're just gonna ask this live on air. Night. Um, would it have been? Oh, would it be okay for the Silhouette Mirage team to bundle SSP version two point zero in with the patch? Because it needs it. And that's not the version of SSP that's on the resource page of Sega Extreme. Since others have already done it, it really doesn't matter. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's a yes. Wait, um, I guess you didn't get to back say? to to Rasputin when he asked you. You were probably busy with the Saru, um, so he just didn't do it. And throwing him under the bus on live. You know, catch. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, where, where is he, anyways? Well, I mean, you know, uh, nah, did, we're talking about that on the Shiro Discord right now. Right. Oh, did he? Oh, I didn't know where he asked the question at. Nobody tells me anything anymore. So, so for so it's not, that sounds like a yes. Um, so for yeah. folks who, yeah. so for folks who are trying. To, oh, go ahead, Dan. Oh, I was gonna say because somebody I forget who I'm sorry in our chat said they just tried to patch Silhouette Mirage and it told them that uh, it needs the version 2.0 of the Sega Saturn patcher. Um, mm. And I, it was just making me realize, oh, crap, I linked to in my article, in my story, I linked to the resource page on Sega Extreme, which is like version 1.91 of the SSP. Now, the SSP version 2.0 was bundled with JB Herald's patch. So you could get it from there for right now. You could download the uh, JB Herald patch from Sega Extreme. And in the zip file will be included SSP 2.0. Use that with Silhouette Mirage and you'll be good. Um, but I just told uh, Gregory Rasputin that, like, it's all good. You can bundle 2.0. I just asked Knight live on air. <laughs> Thanks for responding, Knight. Um, there we go. Rah, rah, so, yeah, maybe he'll update the, the resource and include it in there. 
So, so yeah, that was an important thing to get the bottom of, though. I wanted to bring it up. I'm glad we sorted that out while we did. So essentially, um, back to the Saru or Saru, yeah, if you sorry. will. So he pl Knight plugged a Saru cart into a, a Saturn with nothing else plugged into it. Saturn was not powered on. It didn't have a. It did not have a power supply cable plugged into it. It was just a lone Saturn with the Saru cart plugged the USB debugging cable or the firmware update cable into the Saru. And the LED, the power LED, came on on the Saturn. Um, yeah. Now, I think he tried it also with the USB dev cart, and that did not work the same way, right? So it was kind of like yeah. Saru only, I think. Um, it's interesting. I don't know exactly what's happening there, but obviously it's passing 5 volts through the cartridge connector into the... somehow. I don't know. Like, that's, that's kind of interesting. It doesn't sound good, that's for sure. <laughs> It's, uh, it sounds out of spec, to be honest. It yeah, sounds a yeah, little, but... like, out of spec. But um, I did actually test that with the Satiator, because that was a... Uh, because you can't... The Satiator does have a USB debug port or firmware update port. Normally, yeah. you're just supposed to pull the Satiator out of the console, and you can do it right there. But um, it does not turn on the, the Saturn console when you plug USB mm -hmm. into there, so for what it's worth. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so there's a there's a lot of stuff. It, it, Saru, it feels like it has endless potential, but there's also a lot of stuff that's just unfinalized about it. You a, lot, know? a lot of dangerous stuff. So don't. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, Shao Mass said, "I hope it's not charging the ground plane." I hope not. I, the Who thing knows? Is that, yeah. is, that, is that all we have is a picture? I don't know, like what the if there's any video output, if there's any like motion in the disk drive. Mm -hmm. So night has I to think do he said it's just the LED lights up. I don't think he said the whole console was powering up. No, he... yeah, he didn't say the whole console. No video. Yeah. No, no, you know, it was uh, it was just. And I don't know if that means that there was power getting to the CD-ROM drive, which also takes five volts, as Knight educated me. Uh, he, uh, I don't know, I don't know, but he definitely said it was just the LED that was powering up. But that's still yeah. interesting. That's still more than I would expect it to do, you know? Um, yeah. Neil Henderson asks, so is Satiator still the way to go then? I mean, I would never say that Satiator is just the way to go. I would say that there yeah. are different different things. I mean, for example, James, second guys, you know, he rocks a Fenrir in his, and he loves it, right? And, I mean, Fenrir is a great product, too. It really just depends yeah. on what you need to do with it, right? I do yeah, love... or I, your budget. Yeah, I mean, so the Satiator is super small. It's super tiny, and you can just pop it in a backpack and take it with you and swap it into several different Saturns or Pluto or whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, that's wonderful. That's a great thing about it. Saru has that kind of potential. It has that same potential because it is a cart. And I would say that um, in terms of potential, the Saru is kind of like a end game. you know? Uh, it's kind of what, uh, what we've always wanted, an actual cart, an actual EverDrive, essentially, right? And thing, but it still has issues that that are related to the, lots the cartridge of slot, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like at the end of the day, even if it's a perfect device, you're asking everybody to use that cartridge slot on the Saturn. And I can, and we can all. Many of us who are like active in the uh, what? Many of us who are active in the online scene for the Saturn, and we use our Netlink uh, modem carts, and then we swap it out when we want to use like four meg expansion or whatever. We'll tell you that that port, that cartridge port, is incredibly temperamental you know um and and just you can, gotta clean it you just gotta, just gotta clean, clean it <laughs> you just gotta clean, clean it real good knight recommends that you actually unscrew the the little screws on either side just a tiny bit and that that will uh result in better 
contact, mm. I guess, with the pins, which is a, okay. which is one method. Some people recommend that you jam some like a credit card behind the card. I don't really recommend that you do that. But essentially, yeah. there are different ways. You know, what can happen and has happened to me is you know trying to back up uh, data to like an OEM backup cart and having it corrupted because not all the pins are actually making contact and you don't know necessarily that all the pins are making contact hmm. case in point you're firing up a, a netlink game right you fire up a, a bomberman netlink right and it, it actually goes into the x-band menu right so you think okay i'm mm -hmm. great i'm good to go right and then you try to dial somebody and it doesn't dial come to find out you just needed to reseat the cart the modem cart because one or one of the yeah. pins was not properly connected that's the kind of stuff we are experiencing the more that we use these devices. So uh, in my book, Saru would be a set it and forget it and never touch it again kind of thing. You know, if you're going to do mm -hmm. it right. Honestly, though, I think there should be, well, I think it'd probably be the ultimate like Saturday on is have a, a, a cartridge slot extender mm. where it'll sit in this cartridge slot and then ah. it'll stay there. It locks in, and then it, it, the connection's pristine, and then we have something on top that locks in and out, and that way we can pop it in now as many times as we want, and it'll just kill whatever's on top of there. So you have fresh pins on top. Actually, that, that is, that is yeah, a basically. freaking amazing idea, Pat. I've never even heard you talk about that, but like the fact that you I just, just said it. it yeah, you just, I, I mean, it is incredibly niche. <laughs> like, it's an incredibly niche problem, but I can think, like, even, even if, even if the extender came over here and I and was able to like clip on to something close by and you were able to like swap out carts and stuff like that that's an idea right there okay like all you really need to do is have Shiro a have needs to file a patent it. Shiro needs to file mm -hmm. a patent <laughs> yeah because yeah. basically basically what you all you'd have to do is have a, a thing that locks it in using the screws that tighten it to the, the connector. Yeah. So it doesn't yeah. move, that it's solid. It's, it's like a solid, solid brick. Never gets touched. And then you just lift it up as much as you want, up and down, up and down, and you just kill the, the you can kill the thing on top of it. Mm, and it, as yeah. long as that connection is pristine and it's, it notices it, it connect it, then that's all you need. And yeah. that way it'll, it won't wear it out. It'll stay in that position. Right. Double dime. That's an interesting out. idea. Slowcoin makes a good argument. And I mean, coming from him, I, He's the one who organizes our tournament, our online tournaments. So for folks who are like very serious about online, Saru represents kind of a deal breaker, or at least it, it's a, it's a, the quality of life, you know, is like, it's not quite there because you, mm -hmm. you would, you would want it to have a modem. You would want it to be able to do Netlink uh, functionality. Now, could that be achieved through FPGA or something like that? I don't know. I'm uh, that's above my pay grade. But I'm imagining that the answer is ten tentatively yes, but it's work, and who wants to do it, you know? Um, usually that's the answer, is it's like anything's possible, but who wants to throw the time and money at it? Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, so I mean, is it a matter of just having two Saturns and having one be your Saru Saturn that's like set it and forget it? You play all your games, you, you do your MPEG stuff, because now you have a free MPEG slot, so you can have the MPEG card. Um, and then you just have one Saturn that you use for online stuff or uh pat's i like pat's idea it's kind of dirty it's a little janky because you know i mean it, again you're gonna have a cable running you know it's not gonna be as clean but well no it's, it's just like the, it's just like a you know the knuckle the sonic knuckles extension right it's just like a, just a cartridge like an extension of the port oh i wouldn't want that but but i mean if it was a hard extension like a cart yeah, where 
That's what we're talking about. But it's then like a, that's but every time you go to interface with it, every time you go to like yank a cartridge off and put another cartridge on, it's going to it's going to flex it's gonna one. flex the board. It's gonna flex that connector, you know, and those pins. You yeah, know, it, so a cable might that's work gonna, better. That's what I was saying. You lock in the you lock it in using the connect like ex- like a, the connector that screws into the board. Mm-hmm. I like thought that. you were talking about like a ribbon, like or or like a cable, to where it's like um, to where it's a solid connection. It's in there, and then you have a ribbon cable or something like that coming out. Honestly, that would be a better idea. It it, it is kind of janky. Yeah, it's but jank- like honestly, I think that might be the best solution. That way, it's like you're ripping out that end of it. Yeah. And it, it it is ugly. It's gonna have to lay on, lay somewhere, or maybe like lay on something. But or I mean, you can always get like a stand for it. Like have like a three D printed stand where it pops up, right? And just post it yeah. in and screw it in. Yeah. And just like have it stand up like a like a stand and have it plug it in that way. But I mean, it's gonna be ugly. But like it's like you know it's the sacrifice you got to make. The other thing I'm thinking of is it's a cartridge like the like 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 the Sonic and Knuckles lock in technology. Mm-hmm. The thing is, and this is what folks need to understand in the simplest terms, every ODE up to this point has been a project that's been much anticipated, watched over, uh, we get drip-fed uh, details, and then boom, it comes, it's released, it's done, firmware updates come after the fact, but it's basically a product that you can buy, right? Whereas with yeah. Saru, it was a project, an idea that was like, that started like eight years ago. Then it got resurrected. The GitHub is is public, you know, and so anybody fo- can build something. And, and based so they're off like, here, GitHub. here it is, kind of unfinished, but it's. A, and then folks mm-hmm. got a hold of that and were like, hell yeah, we're just gonna start making these things, right? Because China, right? Mm-hmm. And um, and so now you've got like, it, it's not, it's not fully realized. It's, it's kind of like, and so folks who are buying them, folks who are pulling the trigger are taking a calculated risk like they're they're kind of taking mm-hmm. taking a risk but th- but it's exciting right because it's like it's fun and exciting and new let's see what this thing can do oh it's bricked you know so that's kind of what we're dealing with right now is like proceed at your own yeah. risk shiro has not bought one of these because we feel like we'd be supporting the wrong folks but at this point i don't know i mean i feel like it's just I it's mean, every- has it so i mean it's just honest, i'm yeah, like he's testing it out. Like, I, Night the only reason ha- yeah. we'd, we'd want to do is that we'd film a video of it, but that's about it. But honestly, none of us are as qualified as Knight to test this thing out anyway, right? So it's it's good that he has two of them. He bought two of them, and I think they're both made by different. Yeah, the boards look different. Yeah, there's like four different sellers. There are now. significant differences with both of the boards. Yeah. So I'm just really interested to see all of the all of the things that he finds with it. K uh, says he bought one too, so. Um, I'm interested okay. to see what Kay finds out. Uh, oh, yeah, his, his should Brian, be there soon. Uh, so, so getting in the checkup, Brian Trusty asked, "What do you guys think about a port of FX Unit Yuki to the Saturn? That'd be a lot of fun. That's a really good game. I enjoy it. Uh, I think I saw your video of that that you streamed like a couple of years ago, Brian. Hmm. So I'd be down for that. I think yeah. it'd be a great idea. Well, was there any? Were there any other things that happened in the community that we didn't didn't? Yeah, uh, video so got taken and down. I, I, yeah, her video got taken down because you played Crimson Death Crimson on yeah, screen yeah, last ba- week. Yeah, basically what happened. Uh, I'll let you do yours first, and I'll do that. I've talked about it afterwards. Okay, so uh, I, I wanted to do like a, a weekly news roundup, but I ran out of time. I just had time to do that Silhouette Mirage story. Um, so I will, in thirty seconds, briefly mention what I would have mentioned in it, um, besides the Saru 
firmware bricking the cheaper Saru cartridges, which we have been talking about. Uh, Radiant Silver Gun finally released on Steam uh, yesterday. Right. So good for that. It was delayed by like three months. <laughs> I don't know why, but now it's out. So go get that. I think it's like 20 bucks. Um, Frog Bull released another YouTube video about his progress right. on porting Metal Gear Solid to the Saturn. Mm-hmm. He has added kind of a, a VR mission level, and he's got like a, a little basic AI working with an enemy. You can kind of patrol and and see the player. Um, so that's cool. Um, you can check that over on his YouTube channel. Yeah, it looks fun. And Bo, mm-hmm. yes, and Bo Bales and Private Eye made a patch for Sonic 3D Blast. That's uh, oops! All special stages. You just you boot it up and you just play all the three special stages all in a row. You don't play the main game. That's basically really? a port from the Genesis. Yeah, nice. and that um, is on Sega Extreme. Uh, they actually submitted it to the uh, the Saturn Game Competition. So nice, that's cool. nice. Good luck to them. So this is just it's stages. almost like Boss Rush, but instead it's like Special Stage Rush. You know, yes. yeah. Special Stage Rush. There you go. First that's great. I've seen me play that live. I like that. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> the, these, it's a good stages. idea. Um, yeah, and I mean, Bill Bale has been finding a bunch of other cool stuff about sonic 3d blast so check out his twitter he also hacked um, burning rangers and made it so you can yes. play like all four characters like in an array oh, although it like yeah, completely kills the saturn like it slows the saturn down um but yeah, you, can do it. you can do it you can do it did you work on fx unit yuki uh sorry mm-hmm. he was asking about about that so let me know if you worked on that i, I just want to know or not but yeah uh yeah no i'm i'm excited to play bonus stage uh oops all bonus stages let's do that yeah yeah, so that's that's kind of the quick roundup for the week. Maybe I'll try to write something up and get it up on the website over the weekend. Excellent, yeah. excellent. Uh, yeah, no, to, uh, let everybody know that we got our video sorted out, though. Yeah, you you won the. I can't believe it. Like when I saw that when I saw that email, I was like, wow, we actually contested it and won. That's crazy. Yeah, because it was BS. Like, oh, it really? was. That's what it happened. Was you contested BS. it and won. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. I didn't realize. Yeah. That. I thought you had like edited it or something to get it back up. No, no. I, I contested oh, no. it because I thought it was wow. absolute BS. Because it's like you don't own that. The things that it's funny. American companies and all those other ones, they just mute the audio of the section or they demonetize it. Japanese companies yeah. will instantly take the video down, blocked. Like I had mm-hmm. the other another mm-hmm. issue with uh, the other podcast I do for Spirit Hunters. Right. That one got mm-hmm. blocked too. But yeah, they will block your video. Like uh, I think it's it's maybe a Japanese media company stuff, but mm-hmm. it has nothing to do with it. It was like some I don't know if it was a TV show or it was like a YouTube series that like you know they played Death Crimson and like it was like for five like five minutes and right. like they blocked the entirety of her video and was like, just content uh, claim every Death Crimson video on the internet now or something. Yeah, no, it, it happened again. It happened to somebody else as well in the chat. I think somebody said that. Uh, no, it was a Sega. Sega Memory said they 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 just got copyrighted because of some music thing. Mm-hmm. So the things that it's so it's getting so finicky. Like there's games I can't even stream anymore. I can't do Magic Night Rare Earth without skipping the intro immediately because that gets claimed by uh, by Clamp. I can't do a, I, I apparently can't do Death Crimson anymore because it does that too. All the anime yeah. ones are at risk. Like I think. That's- that's probably the last yeah. time that we watch that we play Death Crimson on stream. If we don't want to create Basi- more basically, ourselves. yeah. It I is mean... a bummer though. I don't want to get to the point where it's like, oh, some co- some wacky Japanese TV show plays a uh, some random video game or any TV show. I'm like, oh, we claim it. It's like, cool. I'm glad I can't play uh can't play Soccer Wars anymore. That's great. Yeah. Thank you. Dude, I'm uh, pacing into chat. 
the uh, the the news roundup stuff with a relevant link if anybody wants to check it out mm. on their own. Um, sorry, we kind of breezed through that real quick, but we're up against time here. We're running out of time, so yeah. But uh, yeah, I think that's a uh, that's it for me. We got the video up, but you can watch it now. The latest Shiro show. Uh, go watch that. I suppose. Sorry about like it getting taken down though. That was weird. Right. Yeah, you couldn't have seen that coming, you know? What can you do? I, I, I can't believe it's that one. That was the most random one, so... That was dumb. And uh, we're ghosts. Oh, are you ghosts? Damn it. Uh, hold on a second. We're, we're, we're mm. giant pillars yeah. from... Uh, from God. That is, that is because Odyssey, I'm not uh, allowed to... Apparently, I'm not allowed to use an internet browser at the same time no. as, uh, as your cameras. Yeah, so... Um, Pat, are you logged into Patreon? Patreon, because I got logged I out. Am. And okay, good. So Pat's gonna read off the Patreon. I need to open up the page. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna do it, but then I found out that I was just auto logged out. So he 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 effed around and found out. Hey, thirty-seven watching and thirty-seven likes. Awesome, great you job. Guys you guys turned no into the. Uh, you guys turned into the. What is it? The the black pillars from uh, from. Uh, 2001 space yeah 2001 no, yeah. the obelisks the whatever, obelisks yeah, yeah the obelisks nice. the tormentor that's not what they're called what, what they're I the know, uh, monoliths monoliths you monolith. guys turned yeah, into yeah, black yeah. monoliths I, I, I just like talking about Yu-Gi-Oh. that's right you are both I mean, monolithic you, you can't hate me. I, I like Yu-Gi-Oh, guys don't, <laughs> you guys are both monolithic um okay go ahead go for it pat right. so big shouts out to a murderer of crows brought the archivist emblem nova <laughs> johannes fetz michael sabah Nate Lawrence, Sega Steve, Shadow Mask, All Caps, Blue Moon 95, Cerulean, Chris Piper, Chris 1997X, Daniel Fredrickson, David Zaney, Derek Pascarella, aka A-Team, Fatrunk Friend Otaku, Jim Clasher Rank, Justin, Momphus, Normal Guy, Newt Rages, Robert Ramsey, Rowan Dinkt, I can't believe, uh, yeah, a Stone Man, Tanuki Trev, and Young Money Soe. If you guys want to get your name shout out, you can back us at the $10, I think it's the official Shiro and up, and then we will shout you out on the show. And and you get other benefits like early access to the content, uh, name in the magazine. There's a lot of really mm -hmm. cool bonuses. Thank you very much, Brian. Trusty says he's joining the Patreon now. Thank you, awesome. Brian. Much love. Thank yeah, you very thanks much. Thanks everybody who And thanks subscribed. for hanging out with us every week. He's been here every week in the YouTube chats for the shows and join our I somebody just messaged me today that they they were going to join our Discord. We want everyone to join the Discord and get involved and you don't have to patch a game if you don't want, but I mean you could join the the online tournaments, you could help, you could tra help translate. You could you just give us topics to talk about. You could give us topics. There's, there's, <laughs> yep. we have some, you could add to our, uh, uh, what do we have a forum in our discord that has like different conversations. One of them is like a Saturn game music pop quiz. Uh, so you can take part <laughs> in that or you can create your own, uh, post if it, it, your own thread, if you want to talk about, I don't know, you know, Sega uh, of Japan fighting with Sega of America or Saturn's uh, technical failings or what I don't know. The, the, the sky's the limit, but basically join the Discord and just become a part of the conversation. We appreciate folks. Uh, or, or make fun of know. me for my camera dropping down every five seconds. <laughs> yeah, I know. And you're seeing some screen grabs of that. Yeah, you got, yeah. Uh, hey, and if anybody wants to buy some merch and get something, right. you know, uh, like this hoodie here, something uh, cool, we've got a link down below this video to our yep. Threadless store, and you can uh, get an awesome Shiro 
a t-shirt or hoodie or mug or something and support uh the show a little bit support the the media group that's right uh, i think david Zane just asked a funny question what did david like, i think k should do a podcast the podcast is how i joined oh, is he talking about k is in k should do or a podcast. Saying, i think k? the podcast is how i joined i don't said, I think k should do a podcast know. uh yeah uh k should I, do I, a podcast. I, I think he has one planned with peter that's on the that's on the hmm. docket somewhere down the line. They have a, a episode. Yeah, I wasn't uh, that sure exactly if he said if he said he should do a podcast or be on the podcast. It's like he mm. often is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, he, I mean, if you watch the episodes one through whatever, I'm pretty sure he's on all of those. So, so. tomorrow there's a there's an interview archive interview dropping Saturn Day. So be sure to check that out. That'll be fun. Uh, Sega guys have. A collab, a Shiro collab coming up. I don't know when they're dropping yes. it, but that's I believe coming up soon. I will not be soon. on that one. That one is Peter and Dave. So Pat could not make it. Pat, you were doing something else. You were at a party was, or something. I was at, Pat's I was at a popu- party. Mr. Popular. He's always at parties and stuff yeah. like that. But anyway, he, it was a lot of fun though. He, so I mean, yeah, I mean, you come back. Well, I love your King Peter. Good. Peter, yeah, we'll, get it, him on, we'll get him on some shows. Yeah, Peter's not like down with the live show thing. He's like, that's not his speed. But he is very much on the pot, you know, on the mainline podcast. He does the editing; it's great. He was on. He was with uh, me and James and Dan on the Sega Guys episode. So check that out. Uh, we're talking about like midlife other crisis Dan. stuff. The other Dan, the other British Dan. Dan. Yes, exactly. The, the Dan, Dan the Mega Driver. Um, yeah. So. Lots of cool stuff's coming up, and uh, and definitely do any and anything else we want to plug or remind folks. Uh, I don't think so. Should, Buy a copy of the magazine if you haven't yet. That's right. Oh yeah, get a t-shirt. That get is a, a good. Too. That is actually a good point. So we are down to, we are down to just a handful, maybe ten, no. a rank a rank copies <laughs> of the magazine. We We're we have. No, we we have boatloads of the B rank, which again is like essentially mm. it's just like the A rank. It's just like there's a numbering issue on a couple pages. But I mean, no. if you if you want an A rank copy, we're down to like ten copies, and then it's gone. And I don't think we're ever printing again. Yeah. So uh, Ben Ben is mega busy. He can't. I he was he will not able to do a live show, but he can do the regular recording. But uh, Chaz, I haven't heard from him in a while. Hopefully, you can. I'd be down to have him on the show sometime. Oh, definitely. Yeah, Chaz, hear Blue Ga- Moon. Game Thanks Master Chaz, by. you know, I was actually telling Chaz, I, w- I, I was talking to him, I was like, you got you got better equipment now, you got scalers, you got better cameras, you're doing the stream thing, I would love for him to put together an HD remake of his Dragon Force 101 tutorial video, that thing is incredibly mm-hmm. popular, and I'm always getting comments, like positive comments from folks saying, thank you for making this video. It really made the game accessible. And now nice. I love it and enjoy it. And that's exactly my story with Dragon Force. Like, didn't hmm. really didn't really jive with that game until after uh, Chaz did that video. And it, I absolutely love Dragon Force. Like I said, it went, it went all the way, it shot up all the way to like the top of my Saturn, favorite Saturn games list because of that. So... Definitely think he should do that when you know if he gets the time to do it. I would love it. Yeah, like I said, we, we try to get we try to get all the shows up. Definitely, uh, definitely hop on trying to get our own. And like I said, the live shows are kind of hard because it's a weird time that only Dave and I and Dan can get going. <laughs> yeah. But it, it it just it just works that way. Like it's it's too hard for everyone else. But I'm just to the kind comments, Brian. Yeah. By the way, uh, yeah, glad you could uh, you could catch a live show. Absolutely, Thanks for watching, Brian. I've been watching Absolutely. your stuff for a while now, Brian. So, very shouts out. 
Such a TD Brian. He was actually coming up when we were. I know he had done a bunch of video stuff. I saw him stream a bit in like 19 and stuff. So I see a lot of his stuff. So, so Brian, out. so wait, Brian is the one with the podcast. Is that right? The Static Zone podcast or what? what uh, I I I can't remember. Folks share a bunch of stuff in our promotional channel. Oh, that's another thing. If you guys are content creators and you'd like to share your content with like-minded you know saturn fans or just sega fans um if it's up you think it'd be up our alley join our discord we have a promotions channel where you can just yeah, uh and we you do can look totally at whore uh, out your stuff and we do look yeah, exactly. at it. yeah like yeah. i'm always perusing and, and saying okay this is what everybody's up to this is what everybody's doing oh, hey, you in have... the scotty mode doing like a 12-hour Scott... live stream tomorrow for uh, extra life for charity that's right is. that's he, right it's gonna be it's gonna be all sega cd fmv games so check day, out Scotty so. Scotty Mo yeah, Show. And then also oh Shadow Mask. Is he doing a VHS stream tonight? I should ask before we leave. He might be. Yeah. He's uh, he's still banned on Twitch for a couple more weeks, I think, but he's okay. been um he's been streaming on Kick, which oh. is a different streaming platform. You have to like sign up for an account. Okay. But once you it's free. Uh once you do you can um can watch more VHSs. I, I haven't heard what tonight's movie is going to be, but he probably yeah, is yeah, doing something. Yeah, okay, he streamed uh he streamed a video with not so nice bits by mistake and uh actually got Yeah, banned. it was it was a movie that had just a little bit of nudity in it and um Twitch immediately noticed that and kicked him to the curve. So Amazing. That happens. A movie uh, had yeah, pokies. He hasn't said anything. <laughs> Yeah, there were pokies. <laughs> yeah, he hasn't said anything in, oh, in his uh, Discord channel, so maybe maybe there's a movie. No tonight. movie tonight. No movie tonight. He's going to work on Gundam instead. Okay, he's cool. working on the Gundam patch. Yeah, translating Gundam. Hey, well, that's a good use of time. I'm I'm okay with that. I sign off on that. Yeah. Anyway, well, okay, great. Well, thank you everyone who joined us today. Um, appreciate you guys. Thanks, Dan and Pat. Um, this has been Ready Saturday, Dave. Dantrax, Trainoco. All reminding oh, you that you hand. you must play Sega Saturn. Until next play your time, Saturn. we'll catch you later. Peace. Bye.